What's going on, y'all? It's been a minute since I did a podcast. So, uh, talking about finances, just whatever's on my mind for now at the moment. So, I'm currently a landlord. Got two properties. And the mortgages all together will be paid off in less than two years. And we won't have any more mortgage payments. We already don't have any consumer debt. We got rid of all that before we can start paying off down the mortgage. And being a landlord is uh, it's a lot of responsibility. It's not as hyped up as people say it is, like it being passive income and stuff. I mean, it is kind of like halfway passive, <laughs> uh, but but you do have to keep up with it. You know what I mean? There is things that you have to do as a landlord to keep up with your your tenants, your 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 buildings and stuff like that. Uh, so that kind of brings me to the topic of money finances is it's a big thing in our lives we like to i like to think that it's not a lot of people like to think that it's not but it is because like if you think about it every transaction almost every transaction of the day has to do with money not every transaction but most of it you know like like think about it. you go to work why do you go to work to make money i mean the majority of people that were at you know of americans go to work why do they go to work because of money they want they need money for you know it's it's a it, and there's nothing bad about that it's it's like a what was i talking about <sighs> uh, oh yeah every every tra- it's like and there's nothing wrong with that money being a part of a, every transaction i mean it's just it's just part of society you know societies it's you know societies eventually end up to a place where they need some form of currency you know what i mean it just so happens that the American currency is the dollar. You know what I mean? Uh, and some people get to the point where they're they're so greedy for it that that's all they think about. You know what I mean? And you, you, you get down to the point of like, like, why do they think about money so much? Why do they want so much money? You know what I mean? And in a lot of instances, it's because, I don't know, they want more things. They want nice things. You know what I mean? And that comes to the subject or the topic of like, you know why do we want nice things you know what i mean and then we get into this habit of always wanting the nicest stuff the nicest stuff nicest stuff you know what i mean and we we want it so much to where we're you know we sacrifice our economic future uh, as far as leaving a legacy or leaving some kind of inheritance to our kids you know uh think about it like Imagine if if you had, if you took your car payment and put it into like a retirement account, or you saved it up into like an S and P for like ten years, right? To to be able to buy some property or whatever, you know what I mean? You know, imagine if you did that, you know. And then I think about businesses, like how businesses like they borrow money to go start a business. You know what I mean? You're already in the hole. You borrow money. And sometimes you might not know if your business is going to to flourish, you know what I mean? And then you're stuck with the payment. You know, that's that's not even a good place to be. Uh, say you do start a business without debt. Um, 
you know, is are, are you saving up that money to be able to own your own location, like your own building or something like that, you know? Um, because eventually you'll want to own your own stuff, you know? And it feels good to almost own this property. We've got less than two years. Once we once it's paid, it's like we own it. You know what I mean? We'll own it. We won't owe anybody anything after that. Uh, it's just a freedom that comes with that. You know, and we earned it. You know, we can't say that, oh, somebody gave this to us. Like some people that have been taught the right way to handle money throughout the years was able to give their kids or their grandkids you know what i mean and and our and like us like hispanics it's like we didn't start like our families didn't some of our some of our families did some of our families started with nothing so if that one generation continues to borrow money then they can't give any really give anything to their kids so like their kids are basically starting at the beginning where they started at a whole generation earlier you know and we want to get rich like fast you want to we want to get rich in one lifetime which is possible you know what i mean i'm not saying it's impossible but sometimes it may not be possible maybe we work normal jobs like me where i'm a truck driver or normal jobs like a paramedic or a teacher or something like that to where you know, say we can't get as rich as we would like to or as wealthy as we would like to in, in one lifetime. But the good thing about it is you, you we start, you know, once you have these responsibilities, you start thinking past your generation to the next generation that's going to, uh, you're going to hand it down to, you know. So, and I feel like a lot of us are sacrificing that, handing that, that legacy over to our kids for the ple- for the whatever whatever reason we're doing it, you know sacrificing it for now you know we want cars we want houses we want we want a payment we think the payment is good because we need to earn we need to get credit we need to get a credit score you know all the things that that society is telling us that we need to do with money is basically hurting us in the long run i think i believe that's just my opinion uh, but we my wife and i decided to get out of debt we decided that that's the right way to go. We decided that borrowing money is not, uh, it's not wise. Uh, and I'd say we have learned a lot of things along the way. Um, I was thinking about this the other day, like, we don't have the nicest car. And it, it got to the point for me, like, I really don't need a nice car. I mean, what for? Like, what's the purpose of having a nice car? Okay, we go down that road. Sometimes we can be like, well, I work hard. You know, I, I need to be driving a nice car because I work hard for it. You know what I mean? Which is, I mean, a lot of people do that. Hey, I'm not knocking on it. If you want to do that, go ahead and do that. But for me, it's like, I just go to work <laughs> with my car. Like, you know, what's the purpose of that? I mean, what's the purpose of putting money into an object that's going down in value? The average car payment is $500 a month. We're wasting that money. We're basically giving it to the bank with interest. And we're never going to see all that money that we put to buy that car. We're not going to see that money again. The reason why I say that is because if you, if you go sell the car and try to sell it for how much you paid for it, you're not going to get that much back. Uh, basically, anything that has a motor is going to go down in value. You're going to lose money. 
Uh, try putting your things in things. Try putting your money in things where you gain money, uh, like a mutual fund or a like an S and P five hundred index fund where it's going to grow in value over time with the market. Uh, that's going to grow your money instead of decrease. Like it'll decrease through short periods of time. Like right now, I think it's the stock market is it's it's going down right now. I think. Anyways, so the object with that is you pick a good fund, like an index fund or a mutual fund. And the, the goal with that is over time. You, you're thinking long term with this. You're going to invest in that 5, 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years. That way, whenever you look at it later on down the line, 20 years from now, it will have accumulated and grown with the market the interest would have grown interest and the original principal money that you put in there would have grown interest. So, I mean, your money's going to grow that way as opposed to it's better to put $500 into something like that rather than to put $500 into something that's going down in value like a car. You know, you got to be smart with money. Um, a, pro a property is a good thing, you know, Especially if you buy it cash, like if you save up cash or if you save up like like we did, uh, you know, if you like I'm saying, like if you say if if you put a good down payment, like say 25 to 50 percent of it down doesn't have to be the biggest, nicest house because, you know, it doesn't have to be the biggest, nicest. You know what I mean? You just want to make sure you get a good buy, get a good real estate agent to help you get a good buy. That way, whenever you're trying to sell it, you'll get whatever you paid for it and you'll get money even more because the, the property value goes up. It, property value doesn't go down. It doesn't depreciate. It goes up with time. So there's another investment that you can put your money into. Uh, the best And the best way to do it is put 25 to 50% of it down, get a 15-year fixed rate mortgage, pay that thing off as soon as you can. Like we are, we're out of consumer debt. We don't have any consumer debt. So the money that we have left over, we can throw big chunks at it. That's why we were to pay it, off, pay it off early. You pay it off early. Dude, imagine, look at all that money that we'll have with no car payments, no consumer debt, no credit cards, no mortgage payment. Look at all the money that you have left over at the end of the month to invest more into an S&P 500 or a mutual fund or save up to to uh, say at, at that point if you want to buy more property save up to pay cash for that property you know it may take a long while you know what i mean but when it comes to that point we start thinking long term like look okay yes it's going to take a while to get our second home cash money once that one's once that when you get that one all the you know most of the revenue from that when you rent it out you're gonna have you're gonna be able to pile up faster to buy the third property. Once you buy the third property, you'll have all the revenue from those those two properties to to roll it over into the fourth property. So it gets genuinely easier as opposed to saving up for the second home. You know what I mean? So so you think long term. Uh, if you think short term, it's it's. It's to the point where it's like you give up because you you're you're just, we're just thinking about right here right now what's gonna happen right here right now oh I'm I'm not at that point financially so I need to figure out how to do it quickly and fast that's what happens we get into trouble when we do that because we do it quickly and fast what happens 
we all know that there's nothing quickly and fast. We know that, but we still decide to do it because it sounds nice. A lot of people, there's a lot of gurus online and try to convince us like, oh, you need to do this, you know, you know, and then you end up not in a good spot later on, you know. So all that to say that the way that we've taken, it's not per, like it's 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 bland. It looks ugly. At, at at face value, it looks ugly right now, but later it looks nice. You see what I'm saying? So we got to think long term. You know, I don't have the newest, nicest car. My wife doesn't have the newest, nicest car. We have cars that will get us from one place to another to, con to continue to make money, to continue to build wealth. You know, to continue to put to the property and to continue to put the kids college and continue to put away for our retirement there's three things that we put away for there's three things that we're currently investing in kids college retirement in a good uh roth ira and mutual funds and property those are the three main things that we're investing in right now we're not investing in things that go down in value like cars or anything like that once say say once we pay off this property then we will have a little bit of extra cash to, to maybe buy a new more decent car you know what i mean at that point it's like you can afford to take the hit financially in buying a car or or an asset or a uh, an object that goes down in value you know what i mean so like like us most families nowadays they have so much money tied up into to toys like cars and boats and motorcycles that it's like 50% of their worth. You know what I mean? And if it's 50% of your worth and it's going down in value, your worth is going down. You know what I mean? It, it's a foolish investment over time. You know, it's a foolish investment if if we're still in debt, if we still owe our mortgage and we're not putting away for retirement. It's keeping us away from that financial future in the long run. I uh, hope that helps out, you guys. Uh, thanks for listening. If you're still here listening, appreciate y'all. Have a good one.